0: We all have pressure in our lives, and pressure makes diamonds, and yet, in the heat of a moment, that pressure can lead to various ways that we handle a situation, either aggressively or bringing out some degree of kindness, and that's what Diamond Kind is about. Well, welcome back, guys. We're here on Diamond Kind, and we've got Murray, Murray Turner, and... uh Murray's a very special guy, he's done a lot of things, uh, he's from the peninsula, and so are we, and we thought, uh, great to have Murray, and he, he's got a few things to talk about, including his involvement with First Nations people, with some of his work that he's done in the NT. So, Murray, welcome.
1: Thanks, mate, thanks for the intro, It's very kind words of you. It's, um
0: I try, I try. Thanks, man. Well, uh, let's, let's get yeah. it right
1: out there off the bat. Um, my blood pressure is 127 over 88, mate. I'm on fire. Thanks <laughs> you to have. your thanks to your guidance
0: on the weekend. Well, I was going to say, thanks for giving credit where it's due, not <laughs> you, me. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> but, uh, mate, look, I so said, when only spoke recently, you said, hey, must come in and talk about this. Uh, what's going on with this remote communities and that sort of stuff. So in a nutshell, let's go back to 1972 Um my front door, there was a tap on the front door, and my cousin turned up with this beautiful young lady called Dejila, And he said, this is my new wife. And we were like, this is awesome. I'm from a small country town in New South Wales near a place called Weil. Um So anyway, Dijila, um is from a very remote community called Numbwa. It's in the southeast corner of Arnhem Land, about 1,000 kilometers from Arnhem Land, so from, sorry, from Darwin. So she was born in the bush. She walked out of the bush with her dad and his five wives between 70 and 75 years ago. We're not quite sure because in those days the missionaries grabbed the kids and the government said, would you like a birthday on the 1st of January or the 30th of June? You just pick which one would you like. Mm. So we're not sure how old she is. She became a school teacher. My cousin married her when she was in her early 20s. Um, they've been married for about 50 years. Sadly, my cousin just passed away a few months ago. But what happened is back in the mid-80s um, – my father was, and mum were sort of involved with just helping out the community, doing bits and pieces, just not getting paid. None of All the stuff that we do, we're not on anyone's payroll. We don't work for the government. Basically, they helped out in one of the communities up there. And then as I got a bit older, um, I spoke to the elders out at Newburgh and said, hey, guys, I haven't got bucket loads of cash. What do you need? What's, what's it all about? And they went, we need to educate our kids, Murray. I said, mate, I'm into bribery and corruption. How's this? I said, how about if the kids... Go to school every day. You pick five of them that can that can go every day, or as much as they can. I'll fly them down to Melbourne to my home. I'll we'll have two weeks of going to footy, going to the zoo, have a good time. Health issues, jump on those. I was fortunate enough to own a medical practice 25 years ago. I'm, I'm not a doctor for those. So anybody out there, you want to ring me for any consult, don't ring me. Ring someone <laughs> that's qualified. I'll have a look, but that's it.
0: Um, don't undersell yourself <laughs> you've given me some good advice for you,
1: <laughs> so what we did is we bring the kids down we've had over 60 kids come down and we enroll them in the local primary school which is Red Hill Consolidated or Dramana Secondary College if they're a bit older and it is awesome these kids have a ball but more importantly kids on the peninsula get a chance to immerse themselves in culture that they've never ever seen before most of them have never met a person of dark color it's just, you know, five-year-olds are like, wow, that stuff doesn't rub off. It's amazing. <laughs> it is just... The the yeah. comments you get for some of the kids are really... Uh, I've had to stand back and think about it. You know, one, one kid, a five-year-old, said, it's good to see the natives are in the village. And you <laughs> sort of think, what is going on at home there? Yeah. How does a five-year-old learn that? And as our beautiful friend Nelson Mandela said, you are not born racist. Mm. You have to be taught that. So with these kids, within hours, they're best friends... Uh, it happens to me every day. I'll um, I'll have them all trapped in the back of a troopy, and we're heading back to our house. And I'll say, "How's your day at school, kids?" And they go, "Good." And I say, "Did you make any new friends today?" Yeah, my new friend Billy, my new friend Sharon. My mate. I'm in tears by the time we get to the bottom of the hill. These kids just connect. They don't see the colour; they just see friends. So this program's been really good. We've had a good time. We got a 97% attendance rate in the school before COVID. Wow. COVID, it's come down now, obviously because there was a bit of a scare. Um. It's starting to come back up again, again. but to give you an idea, when we first started this program, I had nine principals in the first year at the school. So every time i ring up and say, oh look, we're going to do this program, oh no, they've gone, can you explain it to me? So by the time I got the last one, I said, no, I'm not going to explain it, we're coming up. And what I did is I brought year 11 kids from Dramana Secondary, they teach level one aid, St johns, and then they're taught bush medicine and bush tucker. So it's kids teaching kids and it works really, really well. So the second thing we did is we went into their cooking room and my wife, bless her little socks, Carol, her darling, if you're listening, I didn't know, it, but I think we've got shares in Aldi's because she just went into Aldi's every week and bought fry pans and cookers and toasters and oh my God. (laughs) But what we've managed to do is refurbish the cooking school. So now we can bring young mums and young kids into the cooking school and we teach a 10-year-old how to cook for 10 people and it works, works really well. Second thing we did is we think, right, op shop. So we set up an op shop. Uh, all our friends just send stuff up to the community. You can post things to the, this remote community. Um, and Maybe it, we
0: can get some of those details. Yeah,
1: absolutely. There. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great way to do it. See, to give an example, to buy a fry pan in a remote community, it's about 90 bucks. You and I pay 10 bucks at Woolworths or Bunnings or whatever. Uh, an industrial bucket that you want to put your mop in and put your foot on the side and clean it. They're 38 bucks in Bunnings. They cost 130 in a remote community. One of the CEOs of the local Shire Council up there um, called me the other day goes, Oh, Murray, I was out in the community and I forgot my pillow and some sheets, so I went and bought him at the local store. It cost him $130. And he, wow. was, he was jumping up and down. I went, Well, brother, you're on good money. You're yeah. jumping up and down. It's 30% of people in remote communities do not collect any form of social welfare. It's just too hard to do. In Noombawa, for example, we've got 50 houses and 800 people. So there's no room for a cupboard, there's no room for a set of drawers. There's just room to put mattresses, and the issue with that is you have overcrowding, and as you and I both well know, rheumatic heart disease is a massive issue in remote community. So what you've got is kids are not eating properly, you've got diminished and compromised immune systems, and as you know, when you've got bed bugs and a bed bug will just defecate on your skin, it's a perfect host site for that strep infection. The mums and dads are not taught that when you've got that big green runny nose and you're not well, you need to go to a doc. You need to get some antibiotics into you. And what happens is that fails and the kids end up getting acute rheumatic fever and then from that, rheumatic heart disease. And for people who are listening out there, this is a disease that really, uh, unfortunately, First Nations people are 122 times more likely to get it than any other culture in the world. Men's School of Health are doing some amazing work up in the communities. Um, But it is a disease of poverty and it's totally avoidable, totally avoidable. Mm. Sad news is it costs $500,000 a year for every child that gets it. But the worst news is that when a child does get it, you need a bicillin injection every 21 days. Now, a injection is a special type of injection that really hurts when you put it in. Mm-hmm. It's like a VFL or an AFL footballer has footballer given you a knee in the arm or the bum. Mm-hmm. So these kids are 6, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12 years old, whatever, and their little arm hurts for three days. So they're not keen to come back and get that injection. Now, if you don't get that injection, don't forget, you're going to have that injection every 21 days for 10 years. If you don't get that injection, you're going to die. So it's really serious stuff that we're trying to sort up out there. And I'm at pains to try and explain with this referendum, for me, it's about the kids. Mm. There's no no other reason for me to vote yes for these kids. It, every kid, no matter their colour, race, culture, whatever, they need a level playing field and they need justice. Mm. And like me, I don't think they're just getting justice, you know. Uh, look, I'm, I'm obviously I'm totally biased because I'm embedded in it, but I see... These kids really struggling and when you see them come to your home and they open your fridge and they go, where's all the food come from? You go, mate, that's for you guys. What, every day? Yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Breaks your heart. You're thinking, this is not the way it should be. Mm. You know, we just had one of the kids come and stay with us, separate to our program. She's 24. She arrived at our house. She has 48 kilos. She was so low in iron, she almost had a murmur. So we had to give her an iron transfusion. Um, luckily I've got a couple of mates still in the hospital system and we got her in straight away. We took nine fillings and we took four teeth out and she's from a good family. So there's a Mm. huge gap. When we talk about the gap, that's what it's all about. We need to really think, okay, why are these people living like this and how come it's been like it for such a long time? And the current system just doesn't work all the, all the time. There's some really good programs working out there The governments have put in, been fantastic. But there's a lot that hasn't. So, in, in a nutshell, it's just so important that we sit back and listen. I mean, for me, as a, as a middle-class white man, that's the one thing that I've learnt. When I go to a remote community, I learn to shut up. So it's, People are probably finding that very difficult, not, <laughs> not talking at the Really, moment. Murray? No <laughs> way. I'll
0: have to come up and uh, monitor that. <laughs>
1: but it's so good to sit and they'll talk about things particularly when they do ceremony i've been privileged to go to ceremony and they'll dance about culture they'll dance about community they'll dance about health and the the knowledge in these dances and the songs are just amazing and um to this day i I, i'm in awe of how they do things the way they discuss meetings is beautiful they'll have a meeting right and they'll say oh where's the other two blacks? oh they can't make it oh we'll have the meeting tomorrow then than that, we can all be here. Now, in whitefellow culture, if you're not there at 901, we're going to start the meeting. Mm. Oh, we're going to get going. So Too bad. So sad. Mm. And unfortunately, in democracy, 51%, it's a winner. Not working out too well, the old democracy for us at the mm. moment. I think we're all sort of a bit, mm, there's things we can change. So the consultation process from remote community elders, for me, is, is inspiring. Uh, and it, it's great to to just see results. We have a new system in the Territory called local decision-making. It's starting to work really well. Sit with the elders and say, hey, what would you like? What do you think would benefit your community? And there's good stuff happening from that.
0: Mm, to give them that um, self-determination, really, isn't yeah. It? yeah, And, you know, Murray, just coming back one notch, you were talking to me uh, before this about also, it's something uh, maybe people out there know, but it's really... Uh, was interesting and uh, for me to understand but the concept of a, a, a totem yeah uh, that's an awesome tell us it's a good story isn't i it? thought it was a good story yes, and it. i was thinking well maybe i should have a totem too but um, totem you know, so for those mm-hmm.
1: that don't know what a totem is in, in many communities a totem is something that is given to you by family uh and it is something that you have to look after and or protect for example my Dajila, who's my family her totem is barramundi and sadly that means you can't eat barramundi and it's such a beautiful fish to Not eat. Not sure if I want that. Yeah, exactly. Right. you got to make sure I'm which totem God. you get. Give me the European carp. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. that on the <laughs> list of totems, available totems? <laughs> so I've got uh, one of the boys in one of the groups came down. He was uh, 11, 12 years of age and he's in grade six. And he comes back from the first day at school and he goes, Murray, I go, what's up, brother? He goes, that's white kids don't have totems. I said, no, no, we don't have totems. He goes, how do they look after country and family and... Community. I said, "Well, at the moment, so white fellows aren't doing a very good job. Fifty percent of our families are separated. Uh, a lot of our country's sad. It's it's uh, it's got big problems to try and fix it. Uh, communities are having some troubles." He goes, "Can I give them totems?" Say, "Absolutely." So he went to school the next day. This kid from a remote community, living in poverty, was worried that our mob weren't doing the right thing, or didn't know how to do the right thing i think it was more to the point that if i can just help him a little bit that'll that'll be really good so he gave 30 kids totems and i came back that day and i said how'd you go brother he goes good he said but I run out of totems <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean you run out what, what do you do and i'm, I'm just suddenly i will be like okay you have my attention and he's gone i had to make one up i said what did you do so at the moment, I'm hoping this is not the case, but there is a 12-year-old child on the peninsula who is terrified to walk on grass because <laughs> he's giving him the totem of grass. So if he's a footy player, he's not going to be a good footy player. He'll be dancing all over it. But again, <laughs> this is what these kids see. They just, they see a future uh, yes. a lot differently to how we see it, but they see a future together. Uh, that was the level for me. And then the next year I was up in community and the three boys that were whether uh, we brought down, we're back up there and they'd caught a stingray and they were cooking a stingray on open fire and they go, Murray, come and have some, come and share it. I said, No boys, I'm fine. I'm I'm fat white man. I don't need your tucker. I'm good. You know, you guys well done boys. You caught caught a stingray, you eat it. No, no, you come and share with us. Now these kids are hungry and they still want to share it with me. And that breaks my heart. Mm. And we know that all they want to do is connect. Yeah. You know, and and, and they don't. Okay, they didn't care my social status, my political uh, f- affiliations, or whatever. They just Murray's family. Yeah, you know, and that that's thick. That is that is what to me life is all about. You know, so I'm very humbled. Actually, the students that we take up, it changes their world. The Year Eleven students. I got to debrief them every day. They're in tears. The teachers are worse that I take up because they're like, why is it so bad? Why do they live like this? What's going on? And I explain, well, okay, we've got five days here. Can we fix all these problems in five days? No. Okay, what can we do when we're here? We can deliver the course. We can get, now we've got over 100 kids with St. John's First Aid, mm. but we can make partnerships. And that's what we do. We've set up the program's called the Long Journey Partnership. We're not tax deductible, we just do what we do. It's just my wife and myself. Um, the other day, for example, uh, are we allowed to name brand here? yeah it right. okay, there's a company called ego pharmaceuticals um beautiful group of people alan and jane oppenheim owned zego and they they live next door to us in point leo their little holiday house actually i'm going to tell you a little story before we get to this about the holiday house the kids were next with with me at point leo one day and um they said that house next door I "No nobody lives there i said no that's a holiday house they go what's a holiday house so that's a house where people only come and stay there maybe two or three weeks a year and then it's empty they said, we'll go and get family and live there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but so. Alan and Jane were fantastic. Alan looks his head over the fence one day. He goes, what's with all these kids? We explain what we're doing. He goes, well, what about the next group? I said, oh, look, I'm going to struggle on the next group because we haven't been flying much. I try and use my freaking fly points. And the airlines have been really helpful with that sort of stuff. And he goes, mate, I've got 700 staff and they all fly on my card. I've got mm. lots of points. <laughs> and this beautiful man's just gone, how many points do you need? And that was great. But um, Mm. technically, you have to be family to transfer points across. So, Uncle Al, thanks, mate. You're one of the mob now. We've just uh, (laughs) formally given him the nod. Uh, He's an uncle now and and, and, and auntie Jane. It's just beautiful. So, they did a fundraiser the other day for us. And I wanted to buy these commercial buckets for each house. um, Because I, I was saying, if you can clean your floors, it will reduce the incidence of infection. Anyone knows keep your house clean. Healthy house, healthy life. It's what it's all about. But they're so expensive, 130 bucks in the community. So I said to these guys, look, I'm going to try and raise about $5,000 so we can get buckets and mops. And they said, look, we'll do a fundraiser at work. They raised $13,500. Wow. So I went into their offices with um, their secretary, uh, Carol Gordon, beautiful lady, and we had a ball made online. We bought buckets. And um, foolishly, one of the uh, e-companies had online free delivery mate, we pressed that button 50 times yeah. <laughs> to get free delivery to a remote community. I mean, There's a warehouse manager. I'm sorry, buddy. Didn't no. mean that to do it to you. But um, thanks. We've got all the buckets now. Yeah. So we also bought microwaves, toasters, sandwich makers, slow cookers, uh, rice cookers, fry pans, fishing equipment. And we gave it to the school. And we said, if your kids come to school every day, they go home with a sandwich maker. They go home with a toaster. Mm. So it. We've got to give him that little bit of incentive to get the out of The air
0: fryer? My kids seem to like the air fryer. Well, we thought about it,
1: but mm. electricity is pretty expensive because mm-hmm. they use 20,000 litres of diesel a month to run the electricity. Oh, and generators. Big yeah, generators. Wow, so we're trying okay. to push some solar and some wind mm. uh, to those sort of things. But bush tucker is really popular. Yeah. Uh, turtle, dugong, um, and plenty of fishing. So we set up the fishing mm. club, mm-hmm. uh, which was fantastic. We um, uh, Another little, little mate of mine who works for Richmond Casters uh, – Brilliant! They they just they've just been so helpful. I mean, everybody. They, I think that's the thing. We all want to make some sort of a change. We just don't know how to do it. We're reluctant mm. to go. Well, let's throw the money in the pot. You want to see where it goes, and I understand that. Mm. So, you know, I, I want people to donate to those organisations that do things. This Red Dirt program. There's uh, stuff on rheumatic heart disease programs. They're just brilliant. They do do really well, but the mm. key is to have that connection and it'll change. Like, the other day, I had a spare uh, toddler seat, car seat. I just chucked it in the mail and sent it up to the community. It mm. cost me thirty eight bucks to post it up there. Now we can put a car seat in one of the cars because mm. we've lost kids because they haven't been strapped in properly. Mm. You know, and for us, we, we wouldn't think of that. So, I mean, yeah. how often will you and I talk about... I'm look, thinking
0: what? of my garage here, Murray, all that stuff. Mate, I should <laughs> mail any, up there. Any punters out
1: there that are listening yeah. to this, if you've got a spare baby seat, yeah,
0: just precisely. get a map,
1: open it up, pick a remote community, Make yeah. a phone call to the local council there and say, "Can I post up a child seat? Long as it's in good
0: nick. Don't yeah. send
1: anything that's broken. Mate, they'd love it. Yeah, they're the things that little things that well, you're gonna you're gonna save a kid's life. Mm. And all it is, I mean, it's gonna sit in the garage. Yeah, until one day you finally chuck it out on the front nature strip and you think, oh, that's a bit of a waste.
0: That's right. You know, it? I
1: mean, we only use them for what six months or so, and then phew, unless yeah. you unless you have lots of kids, I've decided no, that's not for me. Huh? Yeah. One's fine. Hey, Liam,
0: you're good, mate. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I used them a few times for my... Garage is still a, a bit of a um, yeah graveyard of old kids stuff, isn't yeah. it? As many are. Um, Murray, look, that's awesome. Uh, I think that uh, we will definitely need to get the details of your organisation and how we can help it yeah. after all of this. And, uh, yeah, like uh, to have that connection, that conduit to help... Um, yeah, sometimes that's what people need, isn't it? Oh, I look, know. I encourage any any parent mm. out
1: there that their kids are going to school and they've got an Indigenous program, mm. get the parents to go to that school and say, hey, can we connect with the remote community somewhere? Yeah. You know, we I've just networked Mornington Shire Council and Roper Regional Shire Council. They are now sister councils. Mm-hmm. It's been ratified by both councils. And we'll set up a partnership within those councils. So we can look at health services, police services, but we can also look at the local builder, the local plumber, Um and working at a program where we can share knowledge. And mm. also the cultural stuff. There's lots of kids on the peninsula that have cultural background but don't know how to read a song line. Don't know how to read country. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. I'm looking at my producer here. How are we going for time, Boscos? We're at 20
0: minutes. Oh. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's, this is only it's supposed to be 10 so, minutes. so interesting. I mean, obviously, to sometimes get to the heart of an issue, you can't rush that. I think it was Toy Story, isn't it? You can't rush art. So I'll pay that. Yeah. Uh, Murray, this show, though, in, in sort of um, getting down to the theme of this show, mm-hmm. is Diamond Kind, and the background of that is to understand that at times of pressure, you know, that it's, uh, you've got a fork in the road about how you handle yourself, and really, can you give us a, an example of a time where you've been under a lot of pressure and you've come through with kindness? Look, I can think of a few, actually. I,
1: I think I'm a bit of a go-to dude. Um, I mean, Nick's name's the mayor. Anything goes wrong in my community, they go, hey, Muzz, can you talk to so I'm not the local elected dude. I'm just a bloke down the road. But
0: You're more important than that, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind. But yeah. well, Look, uh, I've
1: had a few incidents in community and down here. You know, I'm, I've am i worked with kids down here, uh, not non-Aboriginal kids with um, extremely complicated mental health. And, you know, you've got a crisis call to say, look, you know, I've had enough. I'm going to take my life sort of thing with the kids. And to know that you can ring triple O and they're there is a really, really good thing. Um, and the compassion that comes across and the fact that everybody wants to jump and help. So on that level, I'd say to anyone, if someone's struggling or you're in that crisis where they tap you on the shoulder, I did this last week. I had a, a young uh, woman say to me, hey, um, I said, oh, hey, do, do you think you're going to take your life? And I said, have you been thinking about it? She goes, yeah. I said, okay. She said, oh, you don't pull any punches, do you? Said no, I need to know. So now she's got the right help, gone to a clinician, and heading that way. How I felt after that was really good, because I addressed the problem, Mm. uh, and I know the people to ring and ask. And that anyone in a crisis, don't try and sort of manage it on your own. You know, just before this interview, we spoke about this sort of what, what might come up, and again in remote community, you've got kids that are really, really unwell. You know, I had one, uh, actually the last time I was up there, she was quite compromised and I just took her down to the clinic and the nurse just banged her with a big dose of penicillin and I knew we were on a pathway to make sure this child was not going to get rheumatic heart disease. Mm. You know, and it, it, you just glow. Yeah. But, I mean, one side of me is like, oh, I'm angry because this should not be happening. Mm. But bang, knowing that when you're in that crisis, lean on everyone around you. You know, yeah. uh, and that, it's it's like when you do have your own personal crisis, that first step is the hardest. Uh, and I think the other side of it is if, if you're presented with that problem, know that as a community, we can all work together and get onto this.
0: Yeah, so there seems to be many, as you said, there are a few, diff- I mean, th- this almost seems to be your MO, Murray, that you come through pressure with kindness, which is really quite admirable. It's. Uh,
1: I think my dear old dad for that. I mean, yeah, he's one, well he, he was one cool cucumber.
0: Not thanking your doctor again, like <laughs> <the> blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, no. Damn, and the yeah. doc yeah, the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to and to um, ramaprol into all yeah. the other drugs around. There. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Murray. Uh, so look, um, yeah, what can I say? It's been fabulous Thanks, having brother. you here. Yeah. You know, it's a sign of the times right now in in Australia. Um, things going on and Absolutely. to have someone involved with it from a first-hand perspective yeah. as opposed to a newspaper, that's uh, that's something different again. Oh mate, I, I would
1: love to be someone that says it's all rosy and it's great and we don't need a voice. That would be just beautiful, but it's not. It's yeah. not rosy. It's all really, really hard and we need to change. That's simply in a nutshell.
0: That's it and, and you're a person which I really appreciate who's demonstrated that action uh, to be a part of that solution in a very practical way. Yeah,
1: well, I'm very privileged. That's without a doubt. I'm really lucky to be in my position. But I mean, not not all of us have to do what I do. All you got to do is make that phone call. Mm. That that $10 can make a difference.
0: Well, we're going to you know? get all those details, so you might get a few phone calls. Yeah. Fingers crossed <laughs> after this, Mario. Thanks, You've got guys. some sort of voicemail there. Cool. But uh, it was so great to have you. And Thanks, um, mate. Yeah, look, uh, you know, we were talking about this and maybe we can sort of keep the conversation going in some way, oh, Anytime, brother. You know. Anytime, yeah. Thanks again, Murray. It's been awesome.
1: Cheers. We all, which means goodbye and number Boy You.
0: We all.